సో అచారిజీ ఫ్యూ డేస్ బ్యాక్ దేర్ వాజ్ అన్ ఈవెంట్ ఇన్ అర్ హౌస్ అండ్ ఇట్ వాజ్ అ స్మాల్ టెంపుల్ ఆఫ్ హనుమాన్జీస్ వాజ్ ఇన్స్టాల్డ్ ఇన్ ద రూమ్ రూఫ్ ఆఫ్ ద ఫ్యాక్టరీ ఓకే అండ్ ఇట్ వాజ్ అన్ ఎంటైర్ రిచువల్ ప్రాసెస్ సో దే వాజ్ హవన్ ఇట్ వాజ్ ఆల్సో ఫాలోడ్ బై అ సుందర్ కాండ్ పార్ట్ ఆల్సో దెర్ వాజ్ అ డీసెంట్ సైజ్ గ్యాదరింగ్ ఆల్సో అండ్ దే వర్ మెనీ మెంబర్స్ అండ్ బిజినెస్ పీపుల్ అండ్ ఫ్యామిలీ హ్యాడ్ ఆల్సో కమ్ దే వాజ్ ఆల్సో లాట్ ఆఫ్ ఎక్స్చేంజ్ ఆఫ్ స్టఫ్ విత్ దోస్ థింగ్స్ ఎట్ దాట్ టైమ్ ఐ థాట్ దే రియలీ బిలీవ్ ఇన్ దాట్ ఆర్ హౌ డూ ఐ we require both inquiry and faith hmm? i'll explain with an analogy you want to gather diamonds huh? and you want to gather as many diamonds as you can till you reach the biggest diamond the final diamond right and you have an uh, entire huge field full of all kinds of stones in front of you what do you do then first thing is you inquire because there are so many stones right so you inquire which one is a diamond which one is precious you reject a lot of things and then you keep one thing hmm? and this one thing that you get you want to secure you want to preserve you don't want to lose it hmm? you want to be in constant touch with it you want to have it unquestioningly now these are the two things that you need in the spiritual process as well firstly inquiry what is it that i am believing in that which i am placing so highly in my mind does it really have value and then faith once you have discovered that something has value then you remain devoted to it right you remain devoted to it because there are so many distractions you don't want to fall to them you want to keep the unnecessary stuff at bay so you remain devoted to the one thing that you get through inquiry that's the relation between faith and inquiry or devotion and inquiry i'll repeat my statement you remain devoted to the one thing that you get through inquiry you just don't remain devoted to any random thing you don't remain devoted to something you don't know of hmm? so inquiry comes before devotion inquiry comes before devotion right i want to preserve the diamond very securely but i want to preserve only the diamond very securely not any random stone so on one hand as you said the intention to be faithful 
is there in people but merely that intention won't suffice equally you need to have the discretion and the inquiry to figure out what is it that you are uh, devoted to devotion is something great bhakti is wonderful but bhakti without gyan is blind belief superstition you don't know a thing and yet you are devoted to what you don't know then you are devoted just to your own blind belief then you are devoted to just your own ego are you getting it so while it is great that uh, there exist so many uh, symbols in religion hmm? powerful symbols potent symbols symbols that if rightly decoded can help it's equally true that you cannot start worshiping those symbols without knowing what they stand for right especially the hindu stream is lavish with symbols there is symbolism at every step every level every point and most of these symbols point to something that is quite beneficial quite sublime quite important but to know what they are pointing towards one has to exercise his mind one has to show some curiosity a lot of people are just satisfied easily satisfied worshiping the symbol itself there is a lot of devotion but no realization there is a lot of faith but no inquiry and that does not help hmm? so if someone says you know my intentions are pure you know i worship such an such god and my intentions are pure that is no alibi just because you are devoted to something it does you no good necessarily mere devotion is no proof of uh, sacredness or uh, piety or uh, or any kind of spiritual excellence no if you look at people in the world you will find a lot of them very committed people hmm? and commitment is devotion of a kind and what are people committed to their own ideals images thoughts feelings if mere devotion were a yardstick of spiritual advancement then most of the people of the world would be spiritually very advanced because most people are indeed committed to something or the other just being devoted to something does not mean 
that you are spiritually advanced you have to be devoted and you have to be devoted to the right thing you have to be devoted and you must know where your devotion is coming from and what it is going towards if devotion is a product merely of tradition and custom and ritual then such devotion holds no value we need devotion with a deep intelligence in fact there can be no real devotion without real understanding equally if understanding deepens it turns into devotion so these two go hand in hand if there are places where you find a lot of devotion but no understanding you should know that this is just belief or superstition and if there are places where you find a lot of uh, intellectual activity but no faith uh, then you should know that this fellow has no real intention to elevate his consciousness he is just flirting with whatever comes his way he has no commitment as such sir i didn't get the second part the last point that you said you know if you say that you are looking for diamonds no and you have no real love for diamonds then you are just wasting your time looking for diamonds no if you say that you are a seeker on the path of knowledge and you are seeking knowledge 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 and that knowledge tells you of the real thing and yet you develop no passion for that real thing hmm? then that knowledge is of no value because knowledge believe me is not an end in itself right the end is liberation and uh, or, or you could say the end is attainment of the real diamond that's what all knowledge is for knowledge is a medium if knowledge remains and still attainment does not happen then what does that clearly tell that you are more concerned with knowledge than attainment that the very intention is flawed you do not want attainment or liberation you just want to be knowledgeable you just want to gather knowledge and be head heavy i do understand the importance of spiritual lectures your books your courses but i do not think i place a very high priority in comparison to other tasks so basically i do not uh, put very high priority to reading wisdom literature and other normal tasks of the day so how do i tackle this issue see 
for you practically it will be very difficult to just give the highest priority to reading wisdom literature hmm? that is too much to ask for just commit some small window to this thing and remain steadfast do not commit too much you will not be able to uh, afford it or uh, live up to it if you say you want to give the highest priority to reading wisdom literature i do not know what you mean you mean to say that you want to do it the first thing in the day or do you want it you want to allot the lion's share of your time to this thing uh, i don't think uh, either of these is feasible but what can practically happen is manageable is that you say that you want to block one hour and if not one hour let's say 40 minutes hmm? to wisdom literature and then don't budge 40 minutes is 40 minutes one hour is one hour hmm? and if you can consistently without gap uh, without apologies give one hour a day to wisdom literature it will be more than enough okay sir one small question in the last session you said you should attack your weakness and not your strength but wouldn't that make us jack of all trades and master of none is the purpose of your life to be master of some particular trait ha huh? is spirituality about dabbling in proverbs after after saying that you have been with me and vedant for long is this the best you can come up with jack of all trades master of none which particular verse is this from chandogya upanishad not really that sir uh, what i meant was that uh, we would not be able to achieve anything in uh, whatever aspect of a particular activity basically to be aware i guess what does vedant tell you is the purpose of your life to become an excellent mountaineer to be the top investment banker what do you mean by excellence to uh, be aware of weaknesses in liberation so if liberation is the goal why do you want to be master of a trait because it will fetch you the maximum market reward it's not about uh, sculpting your strengths or something something you have to remember the goal the problem is you forget the goal and you start moving towards random points i must have a specialization in this that that but why ask this question why must you be a specialist in this particular area or that or whatever i'm not against specialization i'm against ignorance why do you want to specialize i know why people specialize i know why certain streams in in medical science or in engineering are in higher demand not because they offer you heartful bliss 
but because the market opportunities and placement opportunities are greener what do you mean by specialization sir what i meant by it was in one of your video it was written that utkrishtata hi krishnatva hai so what do i mean by utkrishtata what do i mean by utkrishtata first of all choose the right thing and then be excellent in that in fact if you have chosen the if you have chosen the right thing and that that, that right thing again is something that uh, changes from situation to situation then the love involved in the choice will itself force you to be excellent right why must i strive for excellence one reason is if i am excellent then i'll get more money as a reward for my excellence the other thing is the the task is so very important i have to be excellent it's a matter of life and death it's a matter of love so when i am talking of excellence i am not talking of excellence in any random field the first thing is the choice itself choose the right road and then obviously you have to create and invent means to speedily travel down that road but uh, you cannot say that irrespective of the choice of road you need to have the fastest and the most luxurious vehicle hmm? i have an excellent car for what for what and i'm not saying that down the right road you must move uh, on a bullock cart what i'm saying is the first thing is the choice of the right road the right goal the right intent hmm? it is wonderful if you can be excellent doing the right thing but even if you cannot be excellent doing the right thing it's still worth doing the right thing and to complete the matter in the beginning even if you find that you are a bit mediocre doing the right thing then because the thing is right the love for thing will compel you towards excellence so do the right thing choose the right action be the right one hmm and then even if you are faced with a task that you have no experience of or no excellence or no specialization in or no talent for still accept that task don't say but i am not talented in this field i have no knowledge in this field accept it and then develop the talent and then gather the knowledge it's better to be an underperformer doing the right thing then a great achiever in just the most nonsensical area hmm? akshay before you say somebody is an achiever or a successful person hmm. or a winner always ask in what we fail to ask hmm. this simple question is there somebody is an achiever huh? what really has he achieved what 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 do you mean by achievement don't 
accept lazy paradigms he is an achiever because he has a huge mansion of his own and a private jet hold on let's discuss this don't take these things on face value don't let them pass without scrutiny don't certify them as truths without interrogation and be very clear the right thing needs to be done even if i have no knowledge about it even if i have no skill no talent no experience nothing even if i have no interest in it even if i have no passion for it it still needs to be done the moment you say it still needs to be done you are already displaying passion and along the way you will find that you are developing competence because you will be forced to be excellent hmm? yes. thank you